We're up to um, chapter 15, page Chav Dalet, 24. This is in the fourth discourse of this long Hemshech. The Maim is Nasif. And as the Friedrich Rebbe sums up in the Mindex, basically the, the essential themes that we're discussing is that the Pshittis, the formlessness of the energies in Atsilis, are not quite like the formlessness of the energies above Atsilis. In other words, we're discussing this uh, subtle place where something is not the container, but it still has some identity. So he explained it so far. In chapter 13, he explained it with Achlifa Dichtayu. Actually, in chapter 12, it was explained in the context of the ten spheres in Iris. Explained that that's the Gvul, or the Kayecha Gvul, that because energy and container meet, you have to say in some way the energy assumes some properties of Chesed and Gvul. Not only assumed, but even before it enters the container, it has something. So how the whole question here is, in the real Havon is, how, do you, how does it have something and not have it at the same time? How could it be glima and still esospheres? That's the the so-called prevailing uh, theme that he's that the Rebbe Rashab is is uh, exploring. And of course, the relevance is critical because we're talking about connecting our existence with transcendence, with divine, with godliness, and as such, it comes down to. Our existences definitely have a structure, has a structure, an identity, a personality. We want to connect this identity and personality to that which is beyond. We know that God, for sure, has no personality. You know, love inun midas cloud. Love, you know, can say in the guva musadam v'leyadam le'machshavese machshavese echem. You know, all the expressions that beyond. So how does the beyond structure connect to structure? So the key thing is that atzilus is the for now. Is the interface later? Kesa will become play a bigger role, and Chachma, etc., etc. So Etzilus has two things in it: as something that represents the divine, so-called shapelessness or transcendence, and the Kalim, the containers represent that the Eris, the energies, and the Kalim represent the structure. So here's a place where structure meets beyond structure, but when they meet, it also has to meet in a way. So that's why the Eir has elements of structure in it, not quite shaped and defined like, like the containers, but something is there. And of course the containers have very clear identity. Now this doesn't resolve all the problems with the interface. There's plenty of issues, but this is what he's addressing here. Remember, it's just the beginning of the Hemshech. So in, the, in this, I'm just explaining why we need this, why it's so important, you know, why it's so relevant to go through pages and pages of analyzing. So say the Eidus, and that's it, who cares? Why do you have to constantly find this place? You know, why, why make us crazy, basically? You know, to the point trying to figure out why form doesn't have a form, does it not have form? I'm saying this because you don't want to just get stuck in the seichel of it. You can understand what, what, what's the compelling reason that's going there in the first place. This is the reason. Because the bottom line is you need to, to connect these two and so on. And we need to connect it on our terms. You can't just say, the God can connect everything. So the first thing was establishing that. In chapter 13, 
he went into Achlifa Dichtayo. Achlifa Dichtayo basically is a Kabbalistic concept from Zayar and, and Eitzchayim and so on. Reversal of roles. It's a role reversal. The fact that sometimes something that is a personality of Chesed can behave like Vuda tells you right away that it's not completely formed. Because like he says, we just learned this in the past chapter, Kalim can never change. I'm sorry, chapter 13. Kalim cannot change. A Kalim that's Chesed cannot become a Gvur. But they have his calendars, no? Okay. So, but he says that's not enough. One second, one second. I'll get to that in a second. Hold on. We learned that later also. Kalim on their own, that's their personality. If they can change, then, we'll, then again, existence doesn't have a structure. An apple doesn't become an orange. And, and, a, and a plant doesn't become an animal. That's that. I'm not talking about evolution, how one thing can grow into another, but generally speaking, the distinction is critical to structure, to existence. So, the fact that you see there's a change of personality, like I use the example, Hila, Kampaskin, in a strict way, Gvura, and Shameh, Kampaskin, Chesed, even if it's exceptions, that tells you right away that there's something that has shape and no shape. That's essentially the proof. And he explains the reason for it is because Seichel itself is beyond direct form, even though Shmaiva Avtali, when they taught their ideas in the abstract form, had in it the potential of Chesed and Gvura, which is why Hillel took out Chesed, leniency, Shammai took out Gvura. So, so there's a certain element of amorphous, but it's not completely formless. The proof is that Shammai and Hillel can go back to their teacher, and they go back to the Seichel, they can come away with a different conclusion. And that can be coming from the containers because they're containers chesed and gvura. So how did they suddenly come to, how did chesed, a personality, suddenly assume a gvura dika stance? So you have to say that the air has in it something. The keli brings it out, generally, but the air has the ability to shift that, which also teaches us something else in Aveda. It's not just an example that this, that's not completely formless. It also means that we have the flexibility. Because you see, in the key thing with structures, you could always argue our structure is def is so defined, there's no way you can ever really change it, the world. This tells you that even Shaman Hill in Kalim can also change. Understand? So they don't change necessarily from a chesed to personality, but they change their position, in, which means that the world is not a static, a, a, a rigid system. In other words, what I'm saying is the air allows, let's put it this way, like he says later, rachkakana. The air introduces a certain flexibility in person. Not, not, not that, that you change who you are, but change your attitude. So it means you can, like I was going to say later, a lot later, with Tanya Tikkun, that you can tolerate another person who can have his scholars. Now, the word scholars is interesting you ask that, is because he did say that his scholars, there was a parenthesis in chapter 13 about his scholars. Oh, right here, chapter page 22. He said, Yochelish is Ade Scholars. But as I explained it, the fact that Shamay could have says in Vodu means also the containers, or let's put it, the energies. In other words, it's not a Khalifa Dechtai. Remember, we discussed this. What do you need to have reverse of role? Why don't you just say this is Scholars? Chesed has Vodu in it, and Vodu has Chesed. Um, Chesna has good in it, the good has chesna is only that it allows the fact that the kalim 
have each another, that means it's not completely breaking their personality. It's not like saying, you know what, you're totally rigid gvura, and now I'm forcing you, the Ev is forcing the keli to no longer behave like your personality. It's saying the keli also has in it the possibility. But the keli on own would never paskin the chumra if you're hillel. The clay haseichel of chesed can't paskin gvura. So yes, that there's that it's not completely um, resistant, correct? So Iskalos creates the possibility, but the actuality can only happen because the pshitus of the seichel has an ability to go completely through ches through gvura, which just shows even more how they work together. So Iskalos plus achlibut achtayim, eves plus kelim, you get real real Iskalos. Now remember, later we're going to learn that an interesting, maybe a little twist. That Eir, the Skalos of Eir creates tolerance. The Skalos of Kalim creates real symbiosis. But there, that's not so much that Chesed becomes Gvurat. Symbiosis means that they actually, um, they actually give to each other. Because once they're in Kalim, they, they really become uh, a machine that is uh, symmetrical, that works with itself. That's a little different discussion. That's not here. Here is not, Chlifa Dechtai is not the way it's supposed to be working. It's not like every day everyone changes roles. It's not also not what is meant to be. It means it's possible, but but to, to make make it lechatchilo this way that gvura every time is working with chesed, then what you end up is disrupting it. It's almost like the four, one of those functionalities where the the keli is becoming too much like the air and is, you, you lose structure. Everybody is just compromised. No, the extreme opposite of Talmud Rabbi Kiva is everybody is just giving in. That's not the point. The point is there has to be tension. And there has to be different forces at work, yet there's a balance, and they all, end of the day, they all care, care about the higher purpose, Kavan Eliana, and therefore there's the scholars. In chapter 14, yeah. Is symbiosis the same as synergy? Not exactly. Different words. Synergy is really the energy that comes out from several things, more than the sum of the parts. Symbiosis usually means several things just working together. Symbiosis creates synergy. Is the exact, I don't know, the English uh, distinction, maybe there is, uh, they're sure this is definitely. My understanding of symbiosis is when there's a, 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 like a mosaic. We have a whole bunch of things working together that creates a symbiotic relationship. Obviously, there's a similar term. Synergy is when a bunch of, the, 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 the sum total that comes out of it is more than the sum of the parts, basically. So synergy adds something. Symbiosis doesn't necessarily say. Symbiosis just says they're working together. Synergy is that additional, the Eir HaElal Kulana synergy. There's something coming, like when you have the letters Beis, Reis, Vav, Chof, it's more than sum of four letters. It's Baruch, Baruch. So chapter 14, I just want to elaborate because especially the end, didn't really elaborate yesterday, brings this out in another way, Lamaila. And here it goes into another discussion, which is the concept of Shteka Chola V'Machshava. Silence. And here, the Rebbe Rashab makes the case that's the same idea, on a higher level, obviously. Or it's above, because the Chlifa Shamin Hill is even here on earth. And that, that is that in the Godhead, so to speak, in the divine, there's a state of un- the unconscious mind versus the conscious mind. So this is really, I think, pretty radical stuff here, that the unconscious mind is still a mind, but it's similar to that personality, a formless type of mind. So it has a structure, but it's not quite the structure that comes into the seichel manifest in the kalim of the conscious intelligence. So 
before I apply it to the to God, let's apply it to how we understand it in the, in the human psychology. It would mean that before the mind, before we consciously uh, conceive of something, which is chachma, chachma gluya, or called the chachma yain, chachma la, there's that chachma that's chachma stima. So it's concealed. It's more than just concealed. It's not just concealed. It's in a different uh, personality, completely. It's, it's definitely called Chachma, but it's not Chachma Gliya. So what is it? So it's a state that he's comparing to that formless form, so to speak, like Eir. So he says the Eir of Chachma is rooted in Chachma's Tumah. The Keli of Chachma is rooted in the Rishima. But the Eir of Chachma is rooted in Chachma's Tumah. And that means that unconscious, the example I gave was like dreams. The Gemara says that if someone has a dream, it all depends on how on the person who interprets the dream. So the question is, what does that mean? What kind of state of, is, is the dream clear or not clear? So you mean to say the dream, a dream therefore has a, a perspective, but it can go two ways. It's similar to Shmaiva of Talian. The idea is abstract. It's not yet come into a shape and form to the extent. So it has in it the potential of two interpretations. And this is my example. I'm not saying it's an exact example. So you have to say that unconscious mind is some type of state of intelligence that is, is so abstract that it can be, if you were able to hear its voice, it can go many ways. Similar to Shmaya time, not quite, because Shmaya time is not unconscious. But but similar, but even more so. If Even in a conscious trans transmission of ideas. An idea can be abstract, that can go in two different directions. So definitely unconscious, you can have, it's a state, amorphous state, a nebulous state. So you cannot call it just a rotsen. I want akshanus, you know, I just want, and that's it, with no seichel at all. It's definitely already chachma. But it's chachma that's hard for us to relate to because we relate to structure. So it's an example of, of this higher state that he's speaking about, that's eight. The Eidus of the Kalim of Atsilus. What is it, Lamaila? Lamaila is Kshtei Kacholab Machshava. That when Moshe Rabbeinu complained and said when he saw Rabbi Kiva being ripped apart with a metal comb by the Romans. The Gemara is Moshe. I looked it up. Malachim also said it. Similar thing. I think in the in the, in the Kippur it's Malachim because I think in the Medrash Ela Eskara is the Malachim. But the Gemara it's Rabbi Akiva, it's Rabbi Akiva, because he heard Rabbi Akiva's teachings, and he says, Zu teire v'zu schara. This is teire, and this is his rich reward. Be quiet, silence. Thus arose in my will, in my uh, thought. So, so he makes it clear that you cannot say that this means, that, that apparently you can say, just no reason. Don't ask questions, there's no reason for this. He says, no, you can't say that, because you can't say it's akshanus. It would be sacrilegious to say God is just being obstinate. He says it has a tam, but it's a tam komus. It's a concealed reason. From the perspective of logic that we have, it's like no tam. Because it doesn't make any sense. How could someone who's such tater, such a such a have such a such such a destiny? Such behavior. Doesn't make any sense in our tam. But that doesn't mean it doesn't make sense in the tam a komus. So that's an example. It's an interesting example, but it's giving an example of a state. There is a tam, there is a reason, there is chachma, but it's not chachma And he compares it to the difference between how an ashama 
understands godliness on its own, and how Neshama understands it when it manifests in Chochmah. And briefly, it goes like this. A soul and a body understands Gashmis, the Mahus of Gashmis, and only the Metzius of Ruchmis. We know it exists. And the exact opposite is a Neshama without the body. Without our Neshama on its own, is is Ruchmis, is Mahus. And I guess it doesn't say this, but Gashmis would be Metzius. It means it's like a novelty. It doesn't understand what it is exactly. It just knows it's there. He doesn't say that before Shir, he says it elsewhere. So that's another example. So there we go. And then he goes to the whole Venita that elaborates on this. The bottom line is that you have here the example. The Eris in the containers is like the Chach Magluya. The Eir outside uh, on its own is like Chach Mestimah and actually says that the Eir of Chach is rooted in Chach Mestimah. And, and the Ratzon is Lemala meaning Chach Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real Ratzon, pure Ratzon is not even what we're talking about. Pure Ratzon would be Keser. So that is before the Asir of the Chachm Sitimah is the Makor of the Chachm of the Asir, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And he makes a statement that that the Eid and the Keli, that it's more, that the, 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 the word he uses, the disproportion between the container and the energy is greater than the disproportion of the energy within the container compared to that energy the way it's the Chachm Sitimah. So again, you have both sides. On one hand, it comes from Chach Mustama. On the other hand, once it comes down the Kali, it's, it's, it's like a new existence. Obviously, again, the necessity to have this dance, to have this balance between the two extremes. She says on the bottom of the page. That's necessary also because he's going to be concluding that the Kalim are Yeshma'ain, the Eiris are So here you have like an Eir Guf for two levels now. When the air goes into the container, it's, it's, it assumes more of the container's properties. So in a way, it gets more distant from the Pshittis. Because now it's Beishamei is now passing Chesed and Beishamei Gvuda and Hillel Chesed. So even though the air potentially could also be the other, but now in the container is one way. So it means the air. So then, the, and then there's a level of air that's more Gilead Helen and more connected. And that eye is that they could change personality. So you have here air. In other words, now in air itself you have two levels of air basically. Okay. And then at the conclusion, which which I just wanted to go over again because I read it quickly. After the parentheses, so he says, <laughs> This is on all levels of Eris even in Atik game. Remember, we said in Atik game in chapter 12, we said Atik game also has Tarasis So he says, Atik game and also has this, this seemingly contradiction. <laughs> The Gabba Chesed Elam is that Is that Esther's Look at the next first line, the next chapter. Oh. It's going to discuss this. Even there in Attic, and the proof he brings is 
a contradiction. On one hand, we say there's chesed and gvur and atikem. On the other hand, it says less smell of ayatikem. There's no gvur, there's no smell, no left in atik. Hakol yimin. And his answer is similar to what he said about, if you remember, in the Dal Pashis. Chesed gvur. How could you call chesed gvur? Because it's in the mechen, it's still in a state of, you know, that was in chapter 12 as well. So the Eirak Gvura resides in, in the Okay, Eirak so his answer is right? the Eirak Gvura. That's where he resides, not the Kemen? The Eirak Gvura basically yeah, resides basically in the Kemen? Yeah, basically there. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. It says Yochel, yes. So we say, less is because it's Gvura, but in such an amorphous, abstract state. It's missing the Kemen, maybe. There is no kelly. Yeah, it's good, but it resides in the, in the chesed. That's why he's on the imin. I think he said there, 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 I think there are no kelly altogether. He made that statement. Remember, in chapter eleven, <laughs> that was the proof that there's a sweetest without kelly. He said the attic has no kelly. Oh, okay. So when he says with clear chesed, it doesn't mean attic. Yeah, yeah, you have to say, but it's what, he's, what he's really saying here is essentially, ah, I got it. We talked about Shrei Kachal Machshav in Hashem, in God. Then he talked about Chach Mistimah and Chach What he's really applying this now is how it plays itself out in the spheres. In other words, where is Shmaya Vavtalian, so to speak? Or where is, what's what, what the level of Chach Mistimah is in Atik Called it actually, says a little further, you see. Okay, so this is what he's saying here, like this. Yeah. In Compared to Zoh. That's the vote, yeah. So, so basically, what you're talking about is, is how does it play itself out? Chach Mistimah, Chach Magluya now in the, in, in the more, in the whole picture of all the Esospheres. It goes like this All the Esospheres are rooted in Attic, but in Attic it's unconscious. It's even higher than Chach Mistimah, actually, Attic. But let's try it. It's, it's high, it's unconscious. That's why in Attic, one statement is that Attic has Chesnin Buddha, but it's less smaller Baha'i Attika. Because it's like even more than Shmaya Vavtayim, because there everything is amorphous. I call you mean. It could be both. Because that's the root of it, just like we said with Shmaya Vavtayim, when you go to the root, the root that has that type of abstraction, amorphousness between Chesed and Gvur, it's not yet shaped, gives power that even when it's Chesed and Gvur below, they can change their roles. Yeah. He's just explaining this whole idea of where it plays itself out in the spheres. What's missing without this is you don't know where, like, where does it come from, this power for Cheshna and Vodah to have a Khalifa Dukhtai. Like, who's telling them this? Because they you know, keep on going back and they're really essentially one. Right, so exactly. Or they, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that, in that abstract state, like the abstract Seichel. So, it's rude as Gvodah Datik Yemen. In other words, in Atik, if you looked, you couldn't see Chesna Gvura because it's so, it's so, um, 
amorphous and abstract, they're all blended everything together. Like if you looked at Shmai Bavtan, you couldn't see Chesed Gvura. But you look at the Kalim, you clearly see Chesed Gvura. But how could there be a Chlifu? Because when they connect to that source, there can be a, a, a reversal of roles. Well, Kandal being Neshama Vihila. Exactly. That even though Mitzad the Kali, it's one way, but because of the Seichel Harav, the Pshittis, they can change positions. I'll just read it quickly till then. Bim Kei, Masha Eris, Nikla, Blima, Blimuhus. Haim Shalagaba, Amuhus, Deses, Fir, Shema Kenan, Ebchinis, Blima. So here's the conclusion. To say that Eris is formless is only relative statement. Compared to the containers, they're formless. To the point that Achiachem is Chalaf Akelim, to the point that they can actually reverse roles is, a, is proof that they are formless to some extent. The containers themselves, however, do not change and do not reverse roles. The Sherish and now he's really concluding the subject. Because remember, the whole subject was, in the beginning, it was all that the Kalim are rooted in the Shimma, air is rooted in the Kav. Kav is connected. The Kav connects it to a formlessness of the evidence of the Infinite Simpson. But remember, the Eir Lifniat Simpson doesn't have even this. The Eir Lifniat Simpson is not even a state of unconscious. It's, you can't call it Blima and Esosphiris. Lifniat Simpson, it's completely formless. You can't call it Kakma. You can't call it Kakma. Right. Well, he's going to talk about this soon. The Sheir Shagam Nishim Arashim Eshu Sheir Kechagul, that's the root of the, of, of the finite power. Interestingly. So even though is the root of Chachma Gluya, meaning the root of the, 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 the defined Chachma, it's, it itself originates from the Kav, not from Kalim. It's because it's Eir. That's what he said. It's Eir. Remember he said the Eir Chachma is rooted in Meichus Temar. Meichus Temar is rooted in the Kav. Shubchin says, "Eir Shua Aros Eir in Sefer Baruch Hu." Umayla Umayla Mamusa Kenin, far higher than the personality, the essence of the containers. Actually, Nikra Eitzlam Blima. Until compared to it, they're called not formless. Will be in Kolzehin Eiris that's the spheres Mamish. And nevertheless, there's still ten spheres Mamish. Hayim Shigam Ba Eiris Yeshes Spheres Mamish. Shayachim Rag Bechin Sakav Akut Hanimshuk Menin Sefer because that is the difference. The Kav comes after the Tzimtzum, so the Kav already has 10 spheres in it. Potential. Yeah, well, this type, well, more than just potential. Because real potential is before the Tzimtzum. Here they have, they carry, they, they're called S spheres Blima. Yeah. You call them 10 spheres. It's the idea, like, you know, in other words, we're not talking, we're talking like Shmaya Vavtalia. There, there is a transmission going on. However, it's, it's still not recognizable, the Cheskin Vuda. And it has the ability to, like, I explained, because ultimately in the interface between us and the divine, Chachm plays an important role because wisdom, Midas, is like Caleb. You know, you have a Midas, that's who you are. I'm not talking about now Vedas, Mishana, Teva, Midas, so to change the Midas. Chesed, Hillel is always Chesed, Shama is always Gvore. Each of us have our Midas. Midas are subjective and they're locked. Seichel can refine them, this, can tame them, can channel them, control them. Seichel by nature has the capacity, we learn this a lot later, to go many ways. Like you can be, have a, you can be a, a, a Balgvur in your Midas, but if you have an open mind and you're objective, you could think like, you could, you could say this situation demands Chesed. 
Emotionally, you may not like it, but your mind, if it's an objective, we're not talking about Sheikh where a person is biased. You, but you can write, Seichel allows us to get beyond, we're not animals. Our Seichel does, does not have to be controlled by the Midas. As such, the Seichel itself, it can look at something, and even if it's not in your interest, you can come to a conclusion that's different than, than now obviously if I push, if the fact that Sheikh does affect our minds, but a mind the way it's supposed to be has that capacity. So it itself is a good example of, of getting beyond structure of existence and connecting to God. Because like if we only had midas, the midas would say, listen to me. Your interest should be only you, me, me, me. Self-interest. What do you need? Why do you need to give zdaka? Why do you need to be kind? Why do you need to think about not yourself? So Seichel says, one second, there's a bigger picture here. Seichel helps a person get beyond selfish narcissism. So on a higher level, it means that the Seichel itself is much more amorphous. It's not defined. I'm hungry. The Seichel can say, you know what, today is Tishabah, today is Yom Kippur. I don't fa I fast. You know, just give me examples of it. But the Seichel in itself is also, there's a state of Seichel that already takes on the shape of Chesed and Buddha. And there's a state of Seichel, like unconscious, that is more abstract and has the potential to go both ways, but it's not there yet. So Seichel itself, you have many levels of abstractions. The idea is, 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 is brilliant, and you know, I mentioned the Raghav Shavar. You could strip Teira and Halacha from its specific application and get it to a very concept of something before it's applied. You get it to the concept, it gets a lot more complicated. Like when you break down Shama and Hill, let's say, to Kayach and Pale, that Shama usually went by the potential, and Hill by the actual, it's far much harder to say which one's right. Because each one has a merit. In halacha, okay, this is the conclusion. But once you go kayach and peyach, someone says, one second, why am I going basar peyach, not basar peyach? Let's say uh, Hanukkah. You know, lighting eight in the beginning, or eight at the end. Or two uh, bishvat. You know, shon leilonis. Does it go when it starts actually blooming or when the potential begins? Or that's, that's, that's a judgment call. You can't say one is right or wrong. And the deeper you go in the abstraction, the less... Conclusion is there because it's like, well, it's two theories. How do you know how do you determine equally valid, right? Equally valid. So, the more I'm trying to say is the more abstract you get to an idea, the more it can go many directions based on, yeah, okay. So, let's continue chapter 15. So, we have so we have now that air is this in between place, it's blima, but it's esospheres. It's formless, but it has some form of shape and form, which again is critical for us to even, even to be misbrained on this, helps us understand to weaken the hold of defined existence, which of course is the biggest trap of all, that everything is what I see. So just even thinking about it helps you see, one second, you know, it's not exactly everything that you see. I'm saying even in a, in a therapeutic model, so to speak, you're speaking with someone and they're very adamant about something, so if you understand this, you realize one second, they're adamant right now. But inside, everybody has, there's always another scenario. Mm -hmm. nothing, is as, as, nothing is as black and white as it appears. This also helps us think like that, which, which, help, which is, of course, the big clip of the world is, I see what I see, and that's all I care about. It's, it's not correct. There's a much more bigger picture. In other words, even the idea of modern science, understanding that this table has molecules, has, has elements that have molecules, that have atoms, that have subatomic particles. 
humbles us. Because it means it's not, it's, not, it's not all what you see. You're not the final, your eyes and ears are not the final judge of, of life and existence. There's a reality beyond us. So it shows us that there's, it's shape, but it's shapeless. It forces you to think and realize that we don't have, have, it, all, we don't have it all figured out. Did you know that before? But it's always good to confirm that. It's always yeah, it's always good to be reminded. I have a question. Whenever we talk about Eir Akav, does this have to be in a specific world, like in in, in a, like in Atzilus or Atik or Arik or somewhere? It could just be such a thing as called Eir Akav without a specific world. Eir Akav doesn't need a world. Eir Akav, generally speaking, goes like this. I mean, obviously, we're not talking Malkam Rizman, conceptually. But Eir Akav is essentially an example of the, the teacher who conceals everything before you, you know, so it's a symptom is the concealment. Then comes a, a narrow transmission, think of like spoon-fed transmission. So that transmission right away is... That, that's called Kav. That Kav is that initial transmission. Meitzchayim, says clearly, everything is going to be created through that Kav. That Kav is like so-called the, the artist's pen that will shape all of existence. Igulin and Yesha. Even Makif will be created by the Kav. So the Kav, it says, the first thing we'll do will create a big eagle. That eagle will be Ak, Adam Kadman. Then it'll continue and create another eagle. So it's creating both Igulim and Yeshev. So between the eagle... So the, ka the Kav even carries energy that it doesn't have on its own. Like, for example, it carries Makiv from before the Tzimtzum. You know, think of it like, Teda is also Megal, the mile of Tshuva. And the mile of Mitzvah, even though Teda itself, is not, is, it doesn't have the mile necessarily. So Teda reveals everything. Even the even things that it, it basically it it is the, the God's way of um, shaping existence in a way that existence can can contain because but well, obviously the kav right after the symptom is in its full intensity that's why there comes a point where the kav stops you know the ragwe ak or ragwe atzilus there's different you know why because in Eschaimi says if the kav went all the way down then the bottom would be just as high as the top then the same intensity you would lose the mile mata. Kav creates my lamata because it's a kav, and it only goes to a certain point. If it go, oh, when, if it went, if it cut through the whole symptoms, the whole hollow, then the bottom is just as good as high as the top. Because remember, so that's it says it says when Mashiach will come, the kav will reach the bottom, so the whole hollow will be filled with alien stuff. So the kav comes down from weaker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It gets weaker, and as it gets weaker, the containers manifest more. So it's a direct proportion. More air, less keli. More keli, less air. That's why also Chassidus says the human body, where's the most air? In the head, and it's the smallest part of the body. More, more air, less keli. It has the, the mind, it has the eyes, the ears, all the major functions. The body, the torso, has midas maybe, but and the legs have the least amount of kechus gluim. So more keli always, it's, 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 it's basically more chemer, less suda. That doesn't mean you can't transform it, but it means that's... So let's learn Pedic Tezvav. We could say, one can say, that this is also, what is this? We'll find that in a moment. You know, there's a lot of levels he spoke about. That this is also the concealed ten spheres. The matzilon in the in the emanator, the source, the in the infinite divine light before the tzimtzum. 
Let me just explain, since he's introducing Esosiris Agnusis name for the first time. Obviously, the word itself implies Esosiris Agnusis, the concealed Esosiris. There are different opinions in Kabbalah where that is. But the consensus at the end, that is, I'll just say it's an attic. But remember, there's an attic in Atzilus the Clovis, which is Lifnat Simpson. So, Esosiris Agnusis usually is not actual spheres. They're the potential for spheres. The question, however, is, are they the potential like we spoke about before, like there's already a transmission, but it's just abstract, or is it the Kayach HaGvul and Einsef? Because the Kayach HaGvul, if you recall, when he compared it to the Kayach HaGvul in Atzillus, doesn't have any Gvul in it. He said two things there, that the Gvul is like Gvul because it's God's power, and the gvul element is completely uh, concealed because it's uh, it's overwhelmed by the, the intensity of Eden Sof. We say kecha gvul in Asmus or kecha gvul in Eden you're not speaking about, let's say, an attic where you have chesed and gvuda, except they're amorphous, so it's less smile of Okay, so he says now this. So Yeshlema, this is also, he's going moving higher, which means he's moving this whole discussion now of form and formlessness into Lifniat Simpson. Now, as we know, even figuring out Natsilas, we have plenty of challenges. Mm -hmm. So just remember, this isn't just moving it up a level, it's also moving in a completely different frame of reference, a state that is almost impossible to imagine. Yeah. Lifniat Simpson. What is Lifniat Simpson? If we could imagine it, we wouldn't need a Simpson, right? Because the Simpson, whole point of the Simpson is to create a reality like ours. So you had to conceal that energy. So the question is, how can we understand energy that if it was revealed, wouldn't allow us to exist? The answer is, my friend, that you could. You know why? Because the Kav is God's secret way of smuggling in. So once there was the complete symptom, the fact is we could begin to understand. If it was just left, without, if there was no help, concealment, we would never be able to emerge. But now that our yesh is in place, we don't have to be concerned that we're going to suddenly have place our nephews. Now, obviously... A real gili lifnat simpson wouldn't be that easy. Like he says, even Haitian because Baruch boy, even the Edzba is a little more than the measure that we can contain would burn up the existence. But he's going here to Esos Firis Agnusis before the Simpson. So what does this mean? Remember, the Kav comes, emerges from after the Simpson. But the Kav started somewhere. It's energy. It, didn't, it wasn't created after the Simpson. The Simpson caused it to be a cow, but it's light. Where's that light coming from? Where's that energy coming from? She's saying, Even when the cow was cold, was encompassed in the divine, infinite divine light, prior to the Simpson, which is a Chiddush, and it's not all the opinions in Kabbalah hold this, which he's going to elaborate on. But, but this is what he's stating right now. Imagine like this, the Ahara in the Shemesh, right? That's correct, but it doesn't have Esosphere there. That's yes. the thing. Chidosh here is that it has Esosphere. Now, there's a Kav before the Simpson, that's not a question. Because it's, it's, it's coming from there. But it's not a panda, that's the Kav. No, but the, no, the Shayar by Esosphere is the Chidosh. Shayar by Esosphere is a Gnushim, Shorshay Ha'eris. Which means that he's establishing here, according to the opinion, that Eir has, first of all, a root. And that air has esospheres. Remember, there are Kabbalists that hold that air has no spheres, the muscle of the, the of, of the colored glasses. That the water, that the water doesn't have any color. 
It's colored by the glasses. That's not, of course, what he's saying here. Here he's talking clearly opinion that the, that the, that the spheres themselves have shape and form. So let's, let's continue. Let's let's see where we're going. The hapardis, kosev, pardis is ramak. He's of the opinion. He says that the ten hidden spheres, the hidden ten hidden spheres, are the root of the containers, meaning not the root of the energy that we just said. Which means im nemer If you say that the energies of the ten spheres are without any form at all, like the infinite divine light that's higher, altogether higher than the essence of the ten spheres. In other words, he's explaining the sheet of the part. This is the two opinions here. If energies have no muhus, which is not, remember, that's not what he's saying here. But let's just assume for a moment. Then when you say the word how could you call that eris? It has to be the containers. There's no other place to go. Because the energies are completely like, exactly like alien stuff that doesn't have any form and shape. He's already calling them Eidus Desesvidus. It's like... Yeah. However you'd say it. In other words, according to what we're learning, saying here, mm-hmm. writing here, Shagamba Eidus Desesvidus, Yeshleim Ashechus Cheskachmu Bechas. That's the Yeshleim. So yes, the Pardis has a different opinion. Fine. But according to the explanation here, remember all the opinions have validity again, especially in the Shedish. <laughs> but bottom line is, but according to what it says here, that the also the heirs of Esesus, then you could say that they do have a connection to Chachm Chesed, then you could say Esesus Agnuzis are the heir and the Shadish of Eir. But actually, so according to the Ramad, Glima, you'd say formlessness means Kipshute, actually no form at all. And when you say ten spheres, hidden spheres, you're talking about containers. But according to what we're writing here, that Esosphiris have ten, what, the, what do you, how do you interpret Blima? So, of course, the whole elaboration here, Blima means relative to the containers of the ten spheres. So that's the conclusion. So in Cain, that's the case, as we just said, the ten hidden spheres, which is higher than the Rishima. The Rishima, as we said, is the source of the containers. That the root of the energies, the esospheres of Atsilis, from the ten spheres of Atsilis. He adds the Shimmer here, interestingly, I would say, you know why? Because the Shimmer is what, 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 what the Ramak says is esospheres agnosis, by us, the Shimmer is the Shere Shakel. Yeah. And the Ramak, esospheres agnosis, is the Shere Shakel. In other words, let's put it this way the esospheres agnosis themselves, obviously, we're talking the root, are the root of the energy. The Rishima is the containers of that Esosphere Sagnusis, which is the root of the containers. That's that's the, the picture here. Remember, the, the word goes like this, it's Asius. But Asius, Tiffany, and Simpson don't have any shape or form. So think of it like this. Here are letters on a page. Letters are containers. Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dal. They have no meaning. When you when you organize the letters in certain, into words and, and, and sentences, suddenly there's an er. There's an idea, an idea. So the words are conveying an idea. The idea is air, the words are 
These Lufnei Tzimtzum, you had this. The words were the Asis are Kehachagvul. The the ideas are Kehachablikul. But there, it's it's like the Luchas he said. It's completely. You can't see Asis. It's all only the idea that is is dominant. The Tzimtzum conceals the idea, the energy, the Asisphere Sagnuzis. I'm not talking about the air habligu. I'm talking about the air of the kechagu. It conceals the idea, so all you have now are letters. That's the shimon. Obviously, the letters themselves are very subtle. So the, this will be the beginning of this is the root of the containers, which is really rooted before the tzimtzum. But before the tzimtzum, it's a kechagu that, that you can't do anything with. The essence is the energy that was concealed. That is going to be the root of the of the eris. So the essence of it is. According, so according to the shot. Yeah, well, according that's also a certain Kabbalah, according Kabbalah. to how he's explaining it. In the, the, the Ramak, with the Ramak, Bechal doesn't talk about Simpson altogether. Just remember that's also relevant. So by the Ramak, the picture goes that air never will take on shape and form. So even in its root, it's part of the alien of legal. Containers are rooted when you say essence is the Kayachagvul of Ein Seif is containers and kechagvul does not have an aaron element which of course will create problems later down the line how do you create unity then according to the ramak there's a different way of looking at unity and it's not quite as complete and eloquent as it is of Pichsidis. but it's a legitimate approach especially without the tzimtzum it's almost inevitable that you have to touch like that because because how then where 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 did the contain where is the where does the gvul come from by us, the Simpson is able, according to the Simpson, you could say the Simpson conceals, so it emerges. Without a Simpson, you can't, the, 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 there's no diminishing of anything. So you have to just say that there's a dimension that God just created containers. Anyway, some other discussion, the implications of this. Is the, the Ramak writing down what the Ari, Ari does? No, no, no. The Ramak was older than the Ari. They lived the same time, but the Ramak's Kabbalah is not the Kabbalah. The Ramak, it says, it says, Lo yodam he did not know from the Tzimtzum, which means even though he was there when the Arizal was teaching these things, but his Kabbalah is not with that. The Chassidus brings both. This is not about right or wrong. Ramak has plenty of stuff that we that is said. The whole Ayin Bey starts with the Ramak. Three interpretations of Kesser. When the Ramak passed away, the Arizal was masked and the Rebbe has a whole beautiful Sikha explaining. Where is the, what's the source of the Ramaks? Um, the Ramak was a, a master Kabbalist. He learned Kabbalah all the way going back to the Rajbi. You're talking about mate, master yeah. Kabbalists. Where's the yeah. source of all the Makabal? The Rizal was Machadish things. The Rizal was clearly of a different league. He revealed new things that Kabbalists did not know until that point. Mm-hmm. It's hidden in it. If you look down the Zayar, the Tzimtzum is alluded to. But it's like Teresh Shibiksav and Teresh Vapeh. When Moshe Rabbeinu heard Rabbi Akiva teaching, he began to cry. He began to, you know, he's disturbed because he saw Rabbi Akiva saying things that he himself did not understand, had not learned. She said, why did you give Matan Teirah through me? You should give it to me. She says, everything he's teaching is coming from you. In other words, the Kholim are there. Same thing. Kabbalah, it, 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 the Teirah is revealed, and then comes generation where there's a revelation that we didn't have before. <clears throat> okay, so we got that. Now we're going higher. But the Eidens of Atzmi, the divine infinite energy, Afila Eva Gilimina Atzmus, 
even the air, the revelation, the the the, the energy and revelation from atzmi shubchilus gili ha'atzim. No, it was that part that just revealing the etzim. We'll discuss that later. That there's two energies: energy to reveal the etzim, and there's energy to manifest in the in the, in, in the structure. See, it's critical now because he's now moving back. Kalim is can't change. Adis are spheres, but they can shift their their morphos. Then there's a state of Adis of. It's interesting. He says afilu. And what's not a filu? He's meaning it's mamish, it ain't soft, even the part that's not even gilia etzim. No, he's saying even. You have to say that because, in other words, it's higher than. It is higher. No, no, it soft is higher. No, yeah, you have to. I mean, yeah, so what's what's alien soft that's not gilia etzim? Right. So I think alien soft asma, he must mean that's not even gilia etzim. Yeah. But he's saying, but even the Gilead, Mina Etzem, Gilead Etzem, Harihu Mufshit Legami, is completely disrobed, <laughs> is literally the word. Stripped. Stripped. But it's more like it's not stripped, it doesn't have it in the first place. So it's not like it had it and then stripped it. it, it bottom line, it's completely removed, abstract from beyond. I mean, all these words fit. The gamri completely memochus spheres from the essence of ten spheres. The ain't shayek shamchin spheres klal, and there there is no spheres at all. The efsa spheres agnuzes. Efshet sarav efshet sarav chleim and efsa spheres the eris. Interesting. We'll get back to that. What he means to say. Yeah. Well, they're just saying like it's like you no. Know, in English, you could also write, uh, and this, uh, and I'll tell um, you say ten spheres, or should I say, yeah. you know, he, he's expl- no. This is kufu the gate to be medai. No, let's see where he's going, and then we'll try, try to understand what that meant. The essence spheres agnuses, and the concealed essence spheres, which he has been saying is the shoshia edus. Essence spheres, the edus obviously is a is, is a general term, means the ten spheres of energy bechlal. Our blima formless or and infinite relative to the ten spheres of the containers that netzalu that were that emanated from the rishima. I think I think why I'm saying efshir because esesphere sagnusis is lifting at simtsum. When you say something is lagab esesphere is the kalim, you're already saying it's more the esesphere is the edus. That are so called after the Simpson. I think that's what he's hinting to. Mm-hmm. Because to say that, in other words, this goof has two levels. That's just, in other words, we have another level here. There's Eris and Kalin, there's Eris that are Mufshit and Bleakvul of Fida Kalin, and then there's Esfidus Agnusis, is lifting at Simpson, it's even more. But it's still not Eden Sof Atme, which is completely nothing. So you already have four levels right here. Right? Okay. Ki ha Eris and Etzolabin Shachu. Because the energies, they were emanated and extended from and were transmitted from the energy that's higher than the Rishimu, from where the Kav was transmitted, from where the Kav was drawn. And from where? From where? Yeah, where was it going? On the Rishimu. Yeah, because the Kav came out from out of the Rishimu. The Shima remains after the Simpson, then comes the Kav. 
But the energies themselves are attributed to to the energy before. Remember the Kav, even though the Kav comes after the Shim, the Kav itself is also attributed to before. So the energies come from that place. Therefore, they, they have retained the personality of that place, which is higher than, 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 the, than the defined identity of the containers. That's what he's leading to. Okay, so that's compared. So basically, that's the case. Since the end, look, the containers come from a place of ACES, of letters of defined, uh, of, of a power of defined structure, and then manifest as defined structure. The energy does not come from the same place. It has a different root. It comes from a place of air. The air hagvul, or air that's a spheres, or air that has in it chesed gvura in its root. But it's air, it's energy. And therefore, it never has quite the, the, the defined and, and what's the word, and uh, in, uh, rigid structure of the containers. Avil, that's compared to the containers. Avil agabe, it is atzmei. But compared to Eden Savatmi, which is beyond them, there's still the root and source of Gvul. There it is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This Look, he's what taking whatever we discussed earlier about this Eid having both formlessness and form, he's just level. moving it to a higher level. Exactly. And in the source. So obviously, we need to explain what is the difference between the lower level and the higher level. That's why I said it's not so. This was right now it's Asius. It's just moved it to another level, but I'm saying it's not just moving it to another place. It's a different. Let we'll, we'll talk about that some more soon. Let me just finish. Let's see. Let him. Let, I want to hear. We want to hear what he has to say. The whole picture. Then we can start distinguishing between higher and lower. Obviously, you know. Look, it's hard enough to try to figure out how in the unconscious mind things are amorphous. We don't even relate to the unconscious. Here he's talking about not just unconscious. He's talking about the root of the unconscious before the symptom. That's what I'm saying. That's just, it's, it's it's not so simple. I, I would say that until you don't get this, you're not going to get this. You're not going to get chapter 15. You're not going to get chapter 14. But but the point is, I think Seichel is ultimately on, on being the best muscle because the Seichel Shemayev of Italian is, has, gives us some tangible thing to hold on to because we can relate to that. What we can relate to is how it is on the Elokus level. Because the Elokus, it gets much more than that. You know, Shemayev of Italian, I can't say we're not Shammai and Hillel, but we can understand how a Seichel is more Mufshit. Is more abstract, and how seichel then comes into shape and form. You know, we can find examples of it. But going beyond that, obviously, remember, as I said, we're after the tzimtzum creatures. Also, if we can go beyond it, then it's not shtekachol of machshava. Then we could figure out somewhat how it's going there. We're not going to figure it out. But but through process of elimination, you can. You, bottom line is, it gets it. It's it's maybe just three days. You know, three days, and also. You are beginning to get a take. It would be almost like the Abrams is speaking to you, even though you don't get it, but at least he's speaking to you. So you know you're getting a message from looking at symptom here. No, what that does, it has to weaken the Khumri Sakeli <laughs> But now he goes like this, based on this, yes we could answer Something that is seemingly not understood. The Idra. The Zayar, Idri is a section of the Zayar, but it's sometimes called separate. Idri is, is Idri Zutri, Idri Rabs, Idri Rabba. In Pasha Nasi and Pasha Azim. Pasha Nasi is Idri Rabba, and Pasha Azim or Zayar is Idri Zutra. Idra means um, uh, chamber. chamber, group, 
it's either refers to the Chavraya of Rajbi. This is where they would like commune, I guess. So this Idr Rabbi means the great chamber, small chamber. Idr Zut is where Lagbaimu took place. It's where the, the, Zut is the whole discussion of Rajbi's last days, the teachings that all happened there, and so on. There are a lot of secrets there. Like he writes that these were the places where the greatest secrets were revealed. Idr Zut is consists consists of the most profound, probably the most profound, you know, Kabbalistic secret that were revealed after that. So he says there's a question. The Bezeru Be'idra, Nirya, appears, Mashmah, implies, Sh'atik humamash muhusivats musa. The Atik is literally the essence of, and the essence of it all. I don't know how to distinguish the muhusivats musa, to be honest. Because muhusivats musa is baruch. I mean, just in English translation, you really wouldn't want to say it's necessarily two meanings. It's really emphasizing how essence, how essence, the essence of the essence, like. I mean, that, he doesn't say muhusidat's muse, but it's muhusidat's muse is like saying, it's like a, a reverent way of saying, I mean, you know what I'm saying? A literal translation muhusidat's muse wouldn't, wouldn't do justice. It's a reverent way of saying is the essence of the essence of all existence. Technically, muhuse is like we said, muhus of something. Yeah, Atzmuse is usually deeper than muhus. If you say something, atzmus muhus. Atmos would be deeper, you know. Atmos is essence. Atmos, essence of the essence. Like if you cut to the essence, muhus is a little more like the muhus of something. It would be like, like if we if you cut through this table through all of existence, the etzem, the, the core, core, core would be God. Muhus is already the muhus of of the essence. The core of the essence. Maybe, maybe, maybe the core of the essence. But but you don't have to explain what that means. Also, you know. It's a, I would say, I mean, again, this is my own, I've never seen it. I would say Atmos is, 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 is how, you know, is the pure essence. And Mohus is already somewhat, um, that he's the Mohus of everything that exists. You know, but Dakus, the Dakus would be like, that Atmos is more like, is like beyond it all. And Mohus is like, because when you say Mohus, you right away say there's a Mitzis. The Mohus of what? But Mohus of what? Atmos doesn't need anything. Atmos is just essence, essence. Anyway, okay, fine. No, 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 I'm, I'm not. To, no, but but without explanation, essence. that's what I'm saying. It's more than just words. Core of the essence. Fine. Because the, the core is something. <clears throat> but you see, it doesn't say muhusay de atzmusay. It says muhusay de atzmusay. So the ink came. So, okay, that's what's mashma. That's nira. That atik is literally the highest level. The madua da rizal. He's asking a basic Kabbalistic question. So why is that Rizal? So what? Why did Rizal say that there are many that there are different levels? There are common There's some levels higher than Atik. Now we're going with the premise you can't argue on the Zayah because the Zayah is like there's like the. And you also can't argue with that reason. And that reason knew the Zayah better than the Right, so obviously. That premise that it's all based on the Zayah. So it can't be that the reason is saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely right. Right, right, right. And that is on Zayah have to, and especially something fundamental like this. This isn't about, you know, SS Firis, Memor Gili, Les This is talking about. Kukumoi, what's higher than Ak? Than Atik? Ak, Adam Kadman, Vakudim. Remember, I, I, I gave you the map. You have 
to have a whiteboard. Simpson. Yeah. No, no, I, I actually made it once. I make it through. In Eitz Chaim. No, give me the Eitz Chaim. It's on top of this. Image time. Okay? Everybody thinks it's just a talking head. We're going to do some imagery here. Here's an image from Eitz Chaim itself. I should put it on the homepage of our website. Okay, it's software you could like. I know, I know, I know. Okay, but I, right now, maybe it's, it's, it's here we go. Who wrote the Eitz is Arizal. So here we go. You see the image? Yeah, right there. Can you see Yeah, yeah. This image. So if you look closely, you know, where is it? Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting it. Right, right. Yeah, move it as close as possible to the camera. Right, there, right, right there. Everybody sees. So that's an image in, directly from the Eitz Chaim, which is, you can rewind it and look at it again if you need to. <laughs> I know, of course. That's, and, and, and now they see a little thicker on top. Yeah. But I don't know who made the image, but it definitely goes back. The Eitz Chaim is, is the classic of Darizal. Darizal didn't write his own. Rabbi Chaim Vital wrote it all. But basically, what he says there is so it goes like this: the Eretz of Internet Simpson filled all of this. This is not in time; it's all conceptual, meaning it's happening as we speak all the time. All Simpson conceals it all. Comes a kav, a ray of light. The kav creates it all. It's like the think of the kav as a easel, of the artist's easel. Easel is no, it's like the paintbrush. The paintbrush. An easel is a. Is the, the surface that you the, right, right, right. I'm sorry. Right, right, right. Okay, my mistake. The the the, the, the artist's paintbrush. And the palette. Palette is the colors. Right. The easel is the thing he paints on. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, okay. So, paintbrush. Then comes, kaf. Then comes the first world is ak, akudim nukudim, which is toyu. Vrudim is tikkun. But Atik, we say, let's say Atik of Atsilis is, is after Akudim and after um, Ak. He's like, Atsilis to He's speaking here, we're talking here, we're not talking anything, what he's asking here. So based on that, since from the Idr and the Zayr, it's Mashma. So we'll get to that. That's going to be one of the part points. So Atik is between. Atik is, he says, as I said, they're higher than Atik of Atsilis. Yeah. And as as that Atik is That's the question. Even though we can answer. Even though we can answer this. She can answer, like what you just was just alluding to, there's a thing called Atsilis the close. That, that you could say that Rizal also writes that there's an attic higher than Adam Kadman. That point where the Kav emerges from the Tzimtzum, from the, after the Tzimtzum, that Rizal calls attic also. The eighth gate, chapter five. And higher than the skull of Adam Kadman, Yesh Dugma, there's this example. Similar to Atik of Atsilis. So here we go. How do you, so, so the Khairi have an answer right there. So the Atik of Atsilis is lower than Ak and Akudin. But that is speaking also about an Atik highest. And that Atik is you can reconcile with Zoya that that's Atmus Mus. It's all after the symptom. How could it be Atmus Mus? 
That's what you're saying. We're talking about what it says. Idrizut doesn't say Tzimtzum. It says Atik is Atzmus Mulus. That's his question. Forget about now what you know. Zayr it says Atik is Atzmus Mulus. So he's asking the question, how could that Yuzal say that Atik is lower? That, that there are things higher than Atik. So he's saying now, L'cheri could answer, L'cheri could answer, that there's an Atik higher. One second, he's not finished. Let's, 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 we have to knock out everything you know from before because it's a question based on Zayr and Arizal right now. So this is not an adequate answer. Because that's just saying, okay, Atik, correct. But but Atik, according to Arizal, is also not the high. Even that Atik is also not the highest level. It also comes transmitted from the Kav, which comes after the Tzimtzum, Umok and and then empty space. Yeah, so how could you say it's Atzmus Mamash? No, but he wanted to just Bavon. He's moving Atik up now. That, you know, that, that even, even according to Rizal. Bottom line is, Atik, according to Rizal, is not Atmos Mamush. Atmos Mamush. And according to Zer, it apparently is. Gam Kosha, another question. The Be'idra Amru, in the Idra it says, they say, Ba'atik Yemen Galgalta, Einen Mecha. Ba'atik Yemen is a Galgalta, a crown, a, um, a skull. Ain in eyes, mecha, in a mind. She calls a meira, less is fittest. So even the idra, when it talks about atik, so the, the, this all is, is in levels. As soon as you say galgalta, ain in mecha, however you twist and turn it, that's not pure pshitis. That's a structure. She calls a meira, less is And real atzmus, literal atzmus, is not personal sphere. Remember, this is chsidis. You learned chsidis already. He's talking now. And this is such a fun, this is extremely fundamental because here you're literally seeing how Kabbalah evolved without Chassidus, you can't understand it. Because if you ruin the Idr yourself, you'd be confused by this. If you know no Chassidus, the Idr says, I think it's Am Atmos, Mamash. Like he said. Who wrote the Idr? I just said, there's the Zoya. <clears throat> so if you learn that, Atmos is Mamash. So the first question, the first contradiction you have is that it says elsewhere, I think it's lower. The second one is in the same either it says it has structure. So you start saying, is there structure in Atmos? I'm talking about if you learned it, you know, pure Idra. That's the questions he's asking. So in bottom line, you have here a perfect example of Kabbalah, Chassidus, how... In, in Idra in itself, it's, it's difficult to understand. You can it's time. That, that, that well, it's Atmos and Mahos, and here you're saying there's structure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, now, the Fiha Nal And according to the above, Yuturitz. I need to see whether this chapter is in previous my modern. It's interesting to say, it looks it looks to me it says Khidush of the Rebbe Rashad. But I'd like to see if the Samachtzadik has anywhere but either neither. Is this a Samach, is this the Rebbe Rashad's original no, 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 I'm not taking away that it could be. But often these things are, say something before I wanted to check out this chapter. This is an interesting chapter. It's saying here very fundamental. She says according to the above it's all it's answered. The Ma'acha Shagam Bashir Shemakala Kav, the Hainu Commercial Cultivating Substitute Nets in Shaykh has a suicide move. The Fimashakasavno, based on what? The The after we say that the root and source of the of the Kav, the way it's encompassed in the divine infinite light, before the Tzimtzum, there are ten spheres. See, that, that Ramak doesn't say that. Yeah, so according to Ramak, you probably will not have a reconciliation. 
But according to Ramak, he doesn't also know it's not that Rizal either. He didn't have the problem in the first place. But the Ramak, what, you know, his Atzmus Mus is different than ours. And the Kav itself, you can say, The Kav itself, you can say, extends and is drawn, transmitted from the lowest level, Malchus of Malchus, the lowest level of the ten hidden spheres. And from the Kav was created and shaped Ak, Adam Kadi. So in other words, and we're going to read in a moment more, but, but before I go further, I don't want to go into more levels here. Let's just uh, explain what he's saying here. So he's saying like this, that once you say that the other, it's, it's all understood, in other words, in other words the Idra, that what it says, the Idra, that Atik is Mahusa Atmus is not correct. It's not the way to learn it. Atik is not Mahusa Atmus. Atik is a lower level that has within it spheres. And structure, and that's why there's no structure. So, no, it's Ein Mecha and Galgalta, correct? That tells you there's structure. But it's still a certain very profound level because it's the root of the structure that comes later. But it's not Ein Sofifne, the Essence of the basically. So, Atik is extremely high level, but within the structure is the most abstract level of the structure, so to speak. That's the, that's the reconciliation. So in other words, our Rizal reveals for us that that which it says in Idr does not mean Mahusay Tzmusay, it's Mahusay Tzmusay of the Esos Firis. Why do we have to get the Kav from Malchus to Malchus? Why do we have to see you pushing Kav away? What difference do you make? Well, it just fills the picture in. Remember, the Kav is coming from the Ten Spheres of Gruzis. He's adding which, which part of the ten, ten, the ten hidden spheres it comes from. Yeah, he's just really filling in to tell you exactly that's coming from the lowest part. Mm-hmm. Let me finish the chapter and let me just see if he adds anything more. But I think that he's already answered the question. He may spell it out a little further. Let me see. And it looks to me like he's starting another little piece here. Now, an ak, adam kadmi yeshi gulim viyesha. literally means circles and lines. It's a new, also a new, a new expression here. So, Gulen Vyesha literally is Makif and Primi. Sevaklam, Malaklam. She Nefesh Viruach. That's the levels of Nefesh and Ruach. Because Nefesh Ruach, Neshama Chayechim. The Hikshu Besifri Kabbalah, and in books of Kabbalah, they ask, Madulai Niskabak Neshama Chayechid. How can we only mention Nefesh and Ruach? And there's no mention in Ak of Neshama Chayechid. There's also three other levels of the soul. Why is it only talking about the two lowest, Nefesh HaRuach? And from what they answer, it's understood. But obviously, it would be good to find the source. That Yechida of Adam Kadmon, the highest level, is not really part of Adam Kadmon. That's the ten hidden spheres, the way they're encompassed in the infinite divine light. And the Kav is the level of Chaya, Oy Neshama, or Neshama, the third level, that is drawn from Yechida to manifest within Ak. Now he adds here, Yechida Hubchinus Atik. And the level of Yechida is the Bchinus Atik. So, what would second? So, Atik, now, Esosphere Sagnusus, and Yechida are all the same level, basically. So the hidden spheres 
That is the level of atikanak, and that's the answer. Ak nefesh ruach is ak itself. The shama or yichaya is the kav, and yichida is atik of ak, which is rooted or is the essence spheres agnuzis, the ten hidden spheres. I am Asher Kosher Lekam and Peter Kobzayin, and look what we learned later. What we said later in chapter twenty-seven. Oh, now now he, he does spell it out. Okay, he just, this was just really giving us all the levels. That's According to this, is on is answered the question. What it appears from the zayir that atik is the essence, the core of the essence. He said, is because the ten hidden spheres are like atik and yechida of Adam Kadman of the primordial man. Because they're encompassed in the infinite divine light that's higher than the Tzimtzum and the Kav. Uh, that's, that's why he's adding it. Because the Kav is not Mahusivat's The Kav itself, the ray of light, comes only from Malchus of Ainsaf. Or he said Malchus de Malchus. And that's why Atik is called Atzimus. So it's relative Atzimus, basically. Pretty much. So it's Atzimus because we... No, no, one, one second, let's mm -hmm. put it this way. When you're talking about the Kav and Ak and these levels, you're talking about extremely high levels here. <laughs> See, again, we, perhaps, as we're dismissive, we'll say, oh, one second. Okay, that Atik, Eichmer Atik, there's a whole alien self that's Bligvul. We're Bligvul symptoms. Yeah. No, exactly. we're talking about higher than the Gvul. Higher than Esosphere Sagnusis. It's higher than Atik. Atik is still Esosphere Sagnusis. He just said at the beginning of this chapter that there's a whole level that doesn't have any spheres at all. And nevertheless, even though it's Atzmusi Mamish, you still can, in the Haskell, you can mention the the the, 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 the skull, aiming, eyes, Hamedim Alessis which demonstrate, which, which show on. The fact that there's ten spheres, because it's it's still less spheres and loses. We're not talking here a level that's higher than that. Because a shayev b'sherushimakalakav, and all this is in the root and the source of the kav. In concluding, I will be adding sofshu b'chinz gili me'etzim any shayev shom spheres, but an infinite divine light. This is revealed from the etzim, and definitely higher than that. There's no, not shayev spheres altogether. There's no structure at all. What he's done here is really, he's moved from Achlifu Dechtayu in chapter 13, which is Nessus Firis of Atzilus. Moved to Shtei Machshava, how it's in the divine Lamaila. He moved all the way here in chapter 14. And in 15, he moved into Nessus Firis Agnusus before the symptom and that whole level of Atik and stuff like that and, and so on. And one second, I want to see one thing. In the previous chapter, he also spoke about Atik. Okay, so that's out of fun. Have you mentioned other places in earlier Chassidus a lot? We mean earlier Chassidus. Of course. Yeah, I mean the the Midrash and there's some other. And Alter Rebbe. Yeah. Kitzur, the summary of chapter 15, the Shosha Edis, the root of the energies, are the ten hidden spheres, so the Yeshleim of Zehu, in the beginning of the chapter, is talking about the whole level of the ten spheres. So the ten spheres, the root of the energies, are the ten hidden spheres in the infinite divine light before the Tzimtzum. 
It's the root of Gvul. Not like the Ramat. And the infinite divine light itself, that's the inf- that's infinite light, energy. These ten spheres of Gnus, hidden spheres, are the Atik of Ak. That's why they're considered the level of the essence. Nevertheless, it's applicable there, the, the, the dimensions of skull, eyes, and mind. Okay, conclude here. So we did chapter 15, pages 24 and 25.